Joe Biden killed the dollar store. He murdered it until it died. Well, that's not fair, fingers. Inflation, it was half. Well, nope, those are the new rules. If it happens on your watch, it's your fault. Good morning. Snark Factor. I'm your peppy host, Fingers Malloy. It's Wham Talk, 1600 AM, 92.7 FM. Sarah Smith is womaning the news desk this morning. Sarah, good morning, Sarah. Good morning, Fingers. <sighs> so, the dollar stores across the country, and there, there are mm-hmm. several. There's the Dollar General. Uh, there's mm-hmm. the, the, the Dollar Hut. Dollar Tree. Yes. Family Dollar. Mm-hmm. Four quarters. <laughs> Ten dimes. 99 cent store <laughs> oh totally now you're thing. now you're really going back in time mm-hmm. well uh sadly sarah the last holdout uh you, you know the other the other dollar stores they would uh they would have some product that would be more than a dollar but the dollar tree right. hung out they, they were they the sure last did. holdout they were uh they announced last week that they're going to start adding a dollar 25 and dollar 50 cent price points at some of their stores womp womp inflation sarah inflation inflation and as we all know guess whose fault it is the president's Listen, that's what I was told over the I past, t- uh, you know, the past administration. Whenever something happened on his watch, it was his fault and his fault only. If we could have saved just one dollar store, <laughs> so here we are. That's the end. At, I, I did not realize just how important and popular dollar stores uh, are in rural areas. Oh. Would you like to hear a little story about that? Yes, please. Okay. Um, I was in Michigan last week with mm-hmm. the husband. We took the SS Badger across Lake Michigan from Manitowoc. Hope I'm saying that right. Sorry, Milwaukee people. Man, from <laughs> or uh, Wisconsin people. Uh, Manitowoc people, I suppose. From over Lake Michigan from Manitowoc to Ludington. So what is that? The SS Badger is the ferry that takes you and your car over the Lake Michigan. Oh, that's And it's the last steam-slash-coal-powered boat in the country still operating. Because oh. they have another one. There's one that goes out from Milwaukee that goes across, and it's called, like, the uh, something ex- the Lake Express. And it takes, like, two hours, boom-ba-da-bop, boom-ba-da-bang. Mm-hmm. This is, like, an almost four-hour boat ride. Okay. There's a little cafe and there's a movie room and there's uh they played bingo and it was Stop a blast it. yeah it was a blast there was a bar they were serving frozen drinks i had a pina colada up on the <laughs> deck like it was it was something else it was awesome but we got into Ludington, uh michigan at around seven o'clock seven thirty mm-hmm. and we were headed up to kingsley up near traverse city to visit with some friends and we had to grab dinner um we were starving. Like we wanted to like sit down and the plan was to sit down and have dinner. But we ended up driving towards Kingsley thinking we would just stop somewhere. But as our dear local listeners know, that really isn't a whole lot between Ludington and Kingsley, especially not open at eight o'clock on a Wednesday night or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and where, what did we come, come across that saved us? 
The Dollar General. Uh, the Dollar General that was open until nine. The Dollar General that we could stop in and pick up a frozen pizza and some snacks to take to our friend's house to feed ourselves because they had also just gotten home from a trip. Yeah. Dollar General. Wouldn't have in a million years. I didn't even think to search at it on my phone. And we just happened to, I saw the yellow light glowing in the distance <laughs> and like the darkness. And I'm going, wait, something's up there. And there it was, a Dollar is General. this a mirage? Hey, well, I, that's what it felt like. And I had the same thought. I'm like, I just never have had to depend on a Dollar General before. I've been, you know, I shop at the dollar store all the time, but it was a lifesaver. Yeah, well, those are very common in rural areas in small town America. The dollar store, the Dollar General is king because it's not an area that would be profitable for a super Walmart to be built. Right. Uh, You know, so these smaller chains like the Dollar General come in and they provide uh, the the products and and services that the the local town folk, they call them the town folk, Sarah. The town folk, right, of course. They need. And now prices have gone up Mm -hmm. under Joe Biden's watch. Well, if there's Angel anything Biden's in rural watch. area, the people in rural areas just have, you know, they just have abundant extra money to spend. <laughs> right. So it's, it won't it won't make any difference for them. Maybe if we paid them $15 an hour, they'd be able to afford Dollar's General Store stuff now. That's that that's $1.50. Well, the news of this price in increase, uh, Senate stock price soaring. As investors eyed sales growth without the restraint of dollar pricing. So uh, once again, Sarah, it's Wall Street versus Main Street. It sure is. (laughs) The sharks are in the water. They've been waiting for a long time for this to happen. Oh, goodness. No longer restrained by the dollar and item price cap. (laughs) Wall Street steps in. So Dollar General is the largest dollar store chain in the U.S. Uh, by store count. Oh. They opened their first location in 1955. I wasn't <laughs> around. No, me neither. Huh. So there you have it. So that that's the deal. The, it was a good run, guys. It was it a was good a run. It was a good run. You know, the Dollar Tree's been open almost as long as Joe Biden's held political office. Oh, I see what you did there. I see. Oh, can we he's, talk because he's old. <laughs> he's old. Uh, oh, so can we talk about something for a second? Well, yes, of course. Because you brought this up before we went to air, and mm-hmm. I, it, it is amazing to me what this man gets away with. I mean, really? He was at the congressional baseball game, and we'll get to this. Uh, why I'm outraged about this in a second, mm-hmm. uh, but it, you know, every year. Uh, the Republicans get a baseball team together and the Democrats get a baseball team together and they play on a major league field where the, the Washington Nationals play. The Nats. The Nats, as they, as call, they call them, them. Yeah. here in D.C. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. Uh, so <sighs> he shows up mm-hmm. wearing a ball cap mm-hmm. and a suit. Mm-hmm. Just your everyday average Joe. Yeah, sport coat. Mm-hmm. And you show me a picture Yes. And we really should uh, put this on. Uh, we'll put it on my Facebook page, okay. facebook.com slash Fingers Radio. It'll be the first post 
uh, over there in like first uh, post of 2021. Yes, right. <laughs> but he's he's got this woman kind of. I listen pinned maybe a little bit too strong of a word, but cornered. I mean, so. First of all, I would just like to say that this picture was taken. This, the picture in question is a screenshot that I took with my own little fingers on my own little computer with no photoshopping, uh, from a 45 second minute long video clip from Reuters, I believe. Reuters, yes, yes, about the congressional baseball game. And it was just a bunch of clips of everybody having a great time and cheer cheering gets to there's this like two or three seconds of the video where he is standing there this woman she seems to be she's telling him a story um in the picture that i took it almost looks like she has her fists up which i thought (laughs) was funny she's gonna sock him but she was just sort of she was i was talking with her hands she was just telling in the two seconds you can clearly see she's got a smile on her face like she doesn't even look uncomfortable i don't know who this person is i don't think any of that is even relevant because he was standing, he had both of his hands by her ears on the Nationals. Uh, the railing. The railing of the, what's it called? The dugout. The dugout. You know, the place where all the sports ball players hang yes, out. Yes, exactly. Um, sure. And by the, the way, dugout. you doing uh, air mime of someone swinging a baseball, baseball bat, bat is really it good radio. Really a bunt. <laughs> I was, it was like a bunt. Oh, wait, the bunt, you slide your yes. hand out. Yeah. I showed him how to do a bunt to everybody. Check swing is what oh, you did there. Checks. See, yeah. that's the kind of lingo that this is why we have you as the sports expert <laughs> on Snark Factor. Um, and he's standing there. He's got his hands up on the railing of the, of the dugout on either side of her head, both of her ears, with a big, friendly Uncle Joe smile on his face. Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking at this going. In this environment that we're in and all this stuff that we're dealing with following four years of Donald Trump as a sexual predator, look at how he, look at how he stands with women. Look at this, look at him in this picture. Look at him in that picture. Look at where his hand is on this model. Look at this, look at that. And I haven't seen this on my Facebook feed. Not one meme about how Joe Biden pins women up against, uh, gates. Yeah. Uh, He was giving her a dugout, they call it. He and Corn Pop used to talk about that, give women dugouts. Wow. No, you're right. So I'm a little, I'm just a little annoyed by it. I'm a little annoyed by it. I'm annoyed that he gets away with this stuff. He gets away with it. And, and listen, we don't know what was going through this woman's mind. We don't even know who this woman is. At least right. we don't. I mean, maybe the, the insiders yeah, in the swampity swamp, swamp, swamp. Mm-hmm. In the DC. inside baseball players. Yeah, they, they know who she is. But we have no idea. But you said she had a smile on her face. Mm-hmm. So maybe she was digging it. Mm-hmm. Maybe she was grooving on it. Or maybe she was putting a fake smile on her face because the sure. most powerful man uh, in the free world was was surrounding her, engulfing her in a dugout. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? So, but all I know is that we're someone else. And I know this is the laziest, lazy of lava hot takes on talk radio, but you know, if this were Trump, that, that image sure. would be, uh, it would Everywhere. be running nonstop on MSNBC. Everywhere. And there's a second reason I'm triggered about it. Did you, did you say triggered? Mm-hmm. You're triggered. I am triggered about it. Okay. I am like, I even, I, like, 
I several hours later followed up about it because I'm so annoyed. I'm so irritated by this. Where are the masks? Yeah. I mean, he can't be more than two feet away from her face. Right. Neither of them are in masks. Where are the masks? He had a mask on his face while the nurse gave him his booster shot the other day. Where are the masks? That's why it is so hard for me to get wrapped up in the messaging about the vaccines and the mask mandates. Because it, it, I'm not anti-vaccine. Nope. So don't don't go down that road with me. But you know it's it's imperative that everyone we'll just stick with the mask for now oh we got to have these mask mandate wear a mask be responsible care about your fellow human being in front of the camera mm-hmm. when you're concerned about your messaging from the white house mm-hmm. but when you a feel baseball like you can, game having fun yeah when you feel like you can let your hair plugs down and the day is over and you're at a baseball game ah mask schmask as they say in private at the White House, mask, mask, schmask. Mm-hmm. Say that five times fast. I wouldn't even try. So, that, but that's what was happening. He was walking around that dugout. Nobody was wearing a mask that I saw. No. Uh, you know, the players were playing, and that's fine. It's fine. I'm guessing that most of them are have the vaccine. And sure, they, they've been vaccinated. They've had it. Most of them, yeah. I'm sure. And in the White House, I'm sure, because, you know, it's it's federally mandated. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm doing I know it's lazy, but I'm doing it again. If you if I were to take that picture and Photoshop Donald Trump's face under that baseball cap Mm -hmm. on Joe Biden, and it would be a meme about how he's a sexual predator, about how he thinks coronavirus is a hoax, Mm -hmm. about how he doesn't care about anybody Obviously hates women, certainly doesn't care about this woman's health. Look, he obviously doesn't care about women's health. All over, all over the internet. Yes. Doesn't care about women's health. He may as well move to Texas. Mm Mm-hmm. That's where we That would actually have been a good, it would be, so it would be Donald Trump doing that to a woman and it would be like, you'd have Texas written on Donald Trump and then you'd have all women on that person see i just created a meme you did i just boom created a meme too bad it was joe biden and we don't do that anymore no oh the meme the meme days are over you know it's funny i was listening to the rogan podcast Mm -hmm. uh you know of course joe rogan does an excellent job Mm -hmm. um and uh people are upset because he has such a, a huge platform now and he you know he's not taking his talking points from Alyssa Milano. So <laughs> that means he's obviously a fascist. Clearly. Uh, but it's funny because you have been saying this for the last several months on Facebook. And it's really true. He had a, and I, I don't remember who it was, uh, but he had a leftist uh, on the, the the podcast and they were talking about some current event and I can't remember what I, I it was the I, I believe it was the withdrawal from Afghanistan okay and Joe Rogan was talking about how sloppy hmm. our exit was and the 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 guest said I'll be honest with you now that the election is over I've completely unplugged the news I just I'm I'm not 
following it. And it, it was such exactly. an exhausting four years. Exactly. With, By design. Yeah. Now, now that the good guy is in office, I really don't need to pay attention anymore. Right? Right. And all the things that made me upset over the last four years, now that my guy is doing a lot of it, well, well you know, his intentions are good. Did, did she start that off by saying, well, first of all, I hate both parties? <laughs> no, that did not. And it was a guy, by the way. Oh, did he start that off by saying, first of all, I hate both parties? No, no he, he did not. Because that's my favorite. <laughs> Love when they do that. Oh. No, it's something else. We were at dinner just a couple weeks ago and with you know a group of people and two of them happened to be more of our leftist leading friends. And one of them, we were talking about, the table was talking about something, and one of them said, wait, do people still watch the news? <laughs> Just come, like, you know, oh, oh, wait, are, are we still supposed to be doing that? No, you clown show pawn, don't worry about it. <laughs> the good guys are in charge now. Don't you give it a second thought. Yeah, who would watch the news anymore? The good guys are here. News schmooze. Yeah. That's what they say at the White House. <laughs> <laughs> right after they say masks schmasks oh it's it, these are fun times mm-hmm. but going back to the congressional baseball game for a second yes i saw a clip wh- while the president of the united states was schmoozing members of congress to try to get the uh, infrastructure bill through and you know all the other uh, trillions of dollars of spending that he mm-hmm. would love to, he would love to make it rain like ah, yes like uh, Cinnamon was dancing in front of him at Deja Vu. Uh, just make that, r- make it rain. Make money, shmoney. <laughs> That's what they say at the White House. Right after they say masks, schmasks, and news schmooze. Uh, so he's he's schmoozing, you know, turning on the the charm in only the way. Uncle Joe can turn on the charm, mm-hmm. and uh, a, a Republican's up to bat. He hits a home run, like a real home run, cool out of the ballpark. And I guess it was the first time in forty years that a member of Congress has actually hit a legit home run, uh, you know, out of the ballpark. And I thought to myself, well, isn't that nice that they get to have their little company baseball game? Yeah, at a major league baseball isn't stadium. That sweet. Isn't that's that sweet for dorms? them because they you know really they they struggle so much they live such like simple mm-hmm. life lifestyles and are very reserved with their spending and are very you know yeah. so just you gotta let them go every now let them let them lay my, it all out on the line and play at the nats park my company softball game was played at an elementary school that was closed oh company softball league. and you know what we we didn't have matching uniforms like real baseball uniforms you don't like like well, the congressional baseball teams have the republicans what, you, you don't have like slush funds to pay for things no like that? no uh we had no. a t-shirt that said uh acme baseball team <laughs> yes and we wore whatever shorts we wanted to wear some people had softball cleats on uh some wore tennis shoes uh one woman wore sandals 
at the baseball game, mm-hmm. softball game. She was she was catching. So, oh yeah, because you know you don't have to worry about anything hitting your toes while you're right. Catching. Listen, we don't have the brightest people in the world working for you know our media company. We're gonna go yeah. with that. Has nothing to do with there Wham, by the way. Everyone at Wham, they're highly intelligent. Everyone at Wham would wear tennis shoes yes. if they were playing softball. And I, I, I want sure to see that. what the Wham. 1600 AM, 92.7 FM uniforms look like. That I, would be nice. I would drive up to Mich- to Michigan to see that. I'm I guess I'd have to an, play in it, huh? Another media company that maybe has nothing to do with media. You should see our softball uniforms. But I just thought to myself, God, you know, just reeking of privilege. Yep. Oh, where, where's your company baseball game? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's at an abandoned elementary school. What about you? Oh, we play at Nats Field. Mm-hmm. They're the worst. And the people inside the, the D.C. bubble, they love this baseball game. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a big freaking deal. And you're like, why? I've been to a bunch of them. Why? Um, I go to drink whiskey in Nats Park. Okay. For like f- free. Oh, oh well. Okay, you've opened my eyes. Because it's cool. You can go. You get a seat up top. The view's pretty. It's always at a good time of day. Get a sunset. But you're watching terrible baseball. Yes, there's no game. You don't even bother watching the game. It's just like a, you know, it's like an it's an outing. It's one of the least annoying outings of all of the DC bubble outings. And it also shows just how much the supposed anger between the two sides in dc is complete garbage exactly and fake yeah that that i and i don't I, if i had the clip in front of me if i cared enough to mention the congressman's name who hit the home run i would mention it. all i know is he's a republican mm-hmm. uh he's rounding the bases and he's getting high fives from democrats he gets of to course. home plate yeah, the catcher, gives him a fist bump mm-hmm well, because they're all in it together. Yes. It's the Harlem Globetrotters and the Washington Generals. Yeah, guess whose side is the Washington Generals? Guess. Well, guess which one, guys? Take a guess. It is such a scam. Yeah, I'll give you two guesses. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a scam. It's such a racket. It's such a system that they have put in place where it's just an old boys and girls club and uh, we are the suckers. Yep. That we think that anything is really going to change. It can change for the worse, but like the, the, the stuff that, at least the stuff that we want. And I go back to the Bush administration, uh, W, not HW. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when he had a Republican Congress, I thought, okay, here we go. Oh my goodness. Yep. We're going to get uh, real tax reform. Maybe we'll get a flat tax. Uh, so. Uh, Social Security reform. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. It's going to be great. We're going to privatize Social Security. It'll be fantastic. (laughs) Ha ha. Joke's on you. Yeah. You'll be able to file your tax return on a postcard. How many times you heard that during a speech and nothing? We don't get anything that we want on our side. Just saying. Never. Never. And with that, we're going to take a break. More of the snark factor on Wham Talk 1600 AM, 92.7 FM right after this.
These supply chain issues are real and they're severe and they're serious. And if you are planning to have a normal holiday season, you may need to start shopping now. Welcome back. It's Snark Factor Wham Talk, 1600 AM, 92.7 FM. I'm Fingers Malloy. Sarah Smith is womaning the news desk. And listen, uh, you can find all things Snark Factor on the website, fingersmalloy.com. We've got Facebook, facebook.com slash fingersmalloyradio. And follow me on Twitter at fingersmalloy. Sarah's on Twitter as well. Check her out at Mama Swati. Now, Sarah, we have been yes. talking so much uh, lately about these supply chain issues and mm-hmm. shortages at you know different stores with different products. You know the the toilet paper uh, shortage is back in some areas of the country. Very retro, very twenty twenty, Sarah. Uh, what they're putting uh, cap limits on toilet paper and paper towels. Uh, some places like costco Mm -hmm. had a a limit and i was in a costco about a month ago i love costco good lord (laughs) me too i have a running costco list i'm actually overdue for a costco run and they've got the you know the toilet paper and the paper towel at the back of the store and it's Mm -hmm. always weird to go back there and see everything completely gone wiped it is very weird remember early days of coronavirus when you'd go in like you could tell if a pallet had just been opened and it just been like they weren't even they weren't even bothering taking the plastic off. Someone would come up and just like cut the plastic open and let people dig into it and pull out boxes of toilet of tissues or packages of tissues. It was like Black Friday. It was like Black Friday every for, day for toilet paper. Mm-hmm. And so some of these things are happening again not to that extreme but i've been noticing and i don't know if it's just because i'm paying more attention than i was in the past but i am noticing when i go to the store the grocery store there are empty shelves yes and it's it it's always sporadic it's random things not necessarily the same thing Twice, maybe, you know, you'll go there and the, the bread will be wiped out. Next time you go there, you know, there's a canned goods shortage. So right, all the eggs are gone. Yeah. And it's just random stuff. And right. some of this could be a supply issue and some of it could be because, you know, you talk to almost everyone who runs a business and they'll tell you that they're having a difficult time with staffing. So maybe they actually have the product in the store, but they don't have enough people to keep the shelves stocked. That is true. Well, th- there's some really troubling news, and there are some really troubling things happening when it comes to uh, shipping. Yes. And, you know, uh, particularly cargo ships. And CNN had a piece, Sarah, CNN Business, mm-hmm. uh, where you know, the headline, it, it says, the workers who keep global supply chains moving are warning of a system collapse. And, you know, I'm not going to read the story, but there are a few points to consider uh, that really aren't being talked about. And, you know, the, the first one I want to bring up that it has been talked about is, you know, you've got you've got all these cargo ships uh, that are off 
the ports of Los Angeles. Uh, and it's, I believe, the it's one of the top 10 biggest ports in the world. Yes. And uh, the, the, these, these cargo ships are just stuck at sea. And they're being told that they have to wait sometimes weeks before they're going to be able to dock and unload their product because there are not enough workers at the ports. There are not enough truck drivers to get this cargo from the ports to wherever the, it's it's supposed to go. Right. And it's a whole like snowball of shortages. Yes. Right. It, it's a perfect storm of of bad things that are happening that are causing these issues. But one thing that isn't being talked about uh is that the people who are actually working on these ships because of restrictions, uh, you know, during the the pandemic, they're not being allowed to get off the ship unless they're going home. Right. In their home country. So you're seeing people that are stuck on these cargo ships for 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 months, over a year. There's there's one person being quoted that that uh, she has been stuck on a cargo ship for 18 months. Wow. Can you imagine being stuck? Okay, you, you see it in the Navy, but even the Navy, they get shore leave. Right. Wow. And they say that, you know... Every, 18 months 18 months. And the, the morale is so low on these ships that as soon as these uh, crew members get an opportunity to get off the ship, they're, they're, many of them are never coming back. Right. They're not doing that again. I don't blame them. Why would you find another gig? Apparently, if it's anything like the United States, there are plenty of jobs out there. Right. Now, I don't know what cargo ship workers make. I'm assuming it's a it's a it's a living wage, Sarah. Right. It's at least a living wage. Right. But it, if this is true and I have no reason to believe it's not true. This this could be it. This could be a disaster. Yeah, it sure can. And so, uh, listen, I what I don't want to see is people going out and panic buying. Yeah, know, don't stockpile. Yeah, don't you, stockpile. You know, I I think that's unnecessary. You know, we are seeing some food shortages, and you are seeing you know, you know pieces saying okay, there there prices are going to go up on some things. Uh, it may be a little harder to get your Thanksgiving turkey this year because right. meat processing plants have been battling COVID and there have been struggling to staff. Start buying your Christmas presents now. Y- yes. Don't wait till one day in December or November to go do all your shopping. Just do your one day of shopping now. Just do it. Go to the toy store, buy a bunch of toys for the kids, find a place to hide them in the house just do it it's not it'll you'll drive yourself crazy later because it is this is going to be a it's not going to be catastrophic but stuff's gonna we're gonna be short on some things so just think ahead i really believe this is going to be much more of a brick and mortar christmas oh for sure you won't be able to uh you won't be able to rely on shipping on 
mailing things. No. Uh, you, you just will not be able to. And we're seeing this with smartphones. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I ordered my uh, new iPhone 13, and uh, I I just got it. You know, it took a couple of weeks, but you're seeing uh, with some of these smartphones are not even going to be available until November. You know, your your uh, uh, the current phones, uh, the 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 model before the the brand spanking new model. A lot of um, places are out of stock, and it may be weeks before they're back in stock. And you're really seeing it in in other areas, uh, like like furniture. For Sarah, sure, I, for sure. I was looking and for furniture and um, utilities, or what are they called? Your your appliances, appliances. Fingers more, and you're in the market for a bedroom set. Yeah, I I'm finally you know uh, you know considering joining the adult world and having matching bedroom furniture. Yeah, uh, not something that looks like uh, I, I'm a college senior. Um, and to to go furniture shopping today, mention it to to friends who have furniture shopped, and you're hearing horror stories about people putting deposits down on on furniture, and it's nine months later, and they still don't have the furniture. Yep, just just this week, the U, the USPS announced last week that they are slowing down as of October, as of now. They're slowing down service. They're limiting post office hours. They're, they've gotten rid of like their first class mailing or something. You know, I just saw an article about it a few days ago. I mean, this is even your Christmas cards. Mail them out in October, not November. The post office has announced that their standard service is going to be slower and more yeah. expensive. Yeah. Uh, Longer, oh, I'm sorry, here it is. Um, the changes include longer first class mail delivery times and cuts to post office hours. So have fun with that. So you got to deal with that. You have to deal yeah. with uh, the possibility of ordering a Christmas gift and either it not being in stock or the shipping time. There, there's there, and, and listen, we may find out in the end that a lot of this is bunk. Could be. I don't think it's going to be, but you know, I, I don't believe a lot that of boats the, sitting out there. Yeah, I don't a lot be- of stuff on it. I don't believe that uh, you're going to be able to, uh, f- f- you know, four days before Christmas order something and still get it before Christmas. You no, may be able def- to. <laughs> maybe. But I doubt it. Maybe, but I wouldn't count on it for sure. I, I don't think it's something you should count on. Right. You're right. Uh, so start buying your Christmas gifts now. Just be don't let your don't let your freezer get it. Don't stockpile, guys. Just don't let your freezer get empty. Right. You know, like when you pull something out of the freezer to cook it for dinner, write it down and replace it. Like, just keep your freezer replenished. Keep your canned goods replenished. There's no reason to stockpile or freak out. Just you know, know it's coming. You should shop smart. You should have a few weeks at least of food on hand if you can afford it. Right. Uh, that should just be a general rule of thumb, but. the, like I said, the meat processing plants, they're struggling mm-hmm. uh, to keep up with with demand, much of it due to either uh, staffing shortages or, you know, COVID-19 whipping through and, and wreaking havoc with uh, their employees. You've got uh, an aluminum shortage that 
is impacting canned goods. Uh, oh, right. So just listen. Again, I, it, it, this sounds like a doom and gloom scenario, the situation. It, 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 if you just handle your business and everyone is responsible and you don't, and, and let, let's not go panic by, it's going to be okay, but you're going to pay more. And yep. to sound the alarm on something else, because why why not continue down this road of being a negative Nancy? European natural gas prices have increased 180%. And the United States is the leading exporter of natural gas. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's there's plenty of a supply of, of, of natural gas here in the United States. But the market, you, you just don't know how it's going to impact things here in the United States. So wow. you have to plan accordingly that your, if you, your energy prices are going up. We've already seen it at the gas pump. Now we may be seeing it with your heating bill. Just, just prepare yourself. That's all. I'm, I'm already seeing social media posts about people going like, why is my, uh, specifically people when I lived in Memphis, this just happened just this last week, this happened all of a sudden one day it was like I, half a dozen people that I knew from my Memphis days are like, why is my electric, why is my utility bill three times as high this month? And there's been some sort of crazy surge down there or something, something happened. But I just want to be like, you know, get used to it, buttercup. You asked for it. That's what I was about to say. Tommy, uh, little send, punks. Send, send a thank you letter to Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. It'll get there. If you send it by uh, standard mail, it'll get there right before the end of his first term. Right before they put Kamala Harris in for the beginning <laughs> of her her first of two and a half terms that she's going to get. Uh, They're going to hold him out till 2020. I'm telling you. 2020. I hope 2022. so. 2022. Sorry. Sorry. You knew what I meant. You I, all knew what I meant. I, I I disagree with everyone with these conspiracy theories. Why would you? Why would you uh, figure out a in? way to maneuver Kamala Harris into the White House when you you've got a media that doesn't question what's going on? That's true. Why bother? It's yeah. true. It's true. But that's why it's a fun conspiracy yeah, theory. Yeah, I get true. I get that. It's fun. You know what's because not fun? It's fun. Wait, no. What is what? What? How Americans are becoming much more addicted to their cell phones. It's a problem. It's myself a, included. It's a problem. It is. Uh, it, it, and I'm guilty of it too. Mm-hmm. A recent study came out, and this is from Fox 5 New York. A recent study came out said that Americans check their smartphones 96 times a day. That equates to once every 10 minutes, Sarah. Uh, I would love to say that doesn't sound accurate, but it sounds wholly accurate. That, uh, you know, the, the, the same research company did this survey two years ago and said it's a 20% increase from two years ago. Wait, this is funny. The survey showed nearly nine out of 10 Americans are offended when someone they're speaking with starts looking at their phone. 
Ironically, 75% of survey takers admit they've done it themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly one in five say they do this frequently. It's okay when I do it. Right. It's totally rude, but I do it all the time. Because why not? Listen, it is it is unhealthy. It is. I don't know how you break this addiction. Because it, it's really entertaining to watch a group of people, you know, I... I at dinner, I, I like to, especially when I am at conferences or, you know, events or if I'm at the casino, I will peel away a lot of times from the uh, the action at the conference or whatever. And I like to go eat by myself. Mm-hmm. I've never been one that likes to go to dinner with 15 people. That's to my version of hell. Ugh, is that the worst large group dining is the worst. It's terrible. You know, you, you st- I, I, I'm there to eat. And mm-hmm. then I'm done. And then it's time to go. It's one mm-hmm. thing if you're going there to watch a football game. You know, you know it's going to be an all-day thing. You're you're going to watch all three football games. I'm totally fine with that. You're there to drink, you're there there to socialize. But if you're but if someone says, "Hey, we 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 got a reservation. We're all going out to dinner." No, I don't want to have anything to do with that. Hard pass. Because so much of that is uh, you know, talking to strangers and you get nothing out of that conversation oh hot enough for you mm-hmm. so yeah you end up sitting you can only talk to the two or three people that might be on either side of you or across the table from you depending on how it's arranged yes it's loud it takes forever for your orders to be taken it takes forever for your orders to come out it's 15 people yeah the server has to come around and get everybody's order and then they have to make it and then all that food is, is please Right. Give me a 30-minute meal by myself any day. Yes. So I do I'll that come over lot. and sit with you guys and chat afterwards. Exactly. I do that a lot. And what I like to do is people watch. And you'll see a table of six and everyone is looking at their phone. And they're not even engaged. They're barely engaged with the people at the table. Exactly. Seinfeld does a, a bit, or at least he used to, where he said oh, these people, they're just talking to the people and chatting with the people on their phone that they wish they were having dinner with. Instead of the people they're actually having dinner with. They're stuck having dinner with those schmoes. Right. So you're, you're sitting, uh, people are just addicted to these devices and I, it, it has impacted my sleep. I know mm-hmm. that I am one of these people that will take my phone to bed with me. And, and, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm tired. And I'll go to bed at 10 o'clock and not actually go to sleep until well after 11 because I'll go to Twitter and yeah. then I'll go to Facebook. And then I'll go to Instagram and then go back to Twitter and it's just a cycle and I can't, I can't break it. And it's, it's, it, it, it seems according to the survey that I am not alone. Right. The whole grid needs to come crashing down. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> I think that's the only reasonable, rational, logical solution to this problem. Oh, good Lord. Because the other option is me having about an ounce of oh. self-control and that is off the table. What? <laughs> Far right wing talk show host <laughs> calls for the <laughs> grid to come down. I hope Media Matter starts listening to us one day. That would be so oh, much fun. That would be delightful. Aww, you know what else matters. is delightful? Hmm. So apparently, uh, you know, we, we do the show here in Ann Arbor, mm-hmm. and uh, Eminem. You know, Detroit or Eminem. Eight Mich- miles. Michigan's own. Yes. You, you know the eight mile, Sarah. I do. Uh, you know much more about the story than I do. Apparently, he I opened do. up a spaghetti restaurant. 
Yeah, man. Mom's spaghetti. Okay. So first of all, Eminem's hilarious. Let's just get that out of the way because this is hilarious. Um, so he has opened a new restaurant in Detroit called Mom's Spaghetti. And it basically like it appears to be a drive through like carry out fast food, but spaghetti restaurant. Um, some of the menu items uh, included there's the. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just can't. He is there's ranges of spaghetti. There's vegan meatball options. You can get spaghetti from nine to fourteen dollars. There's even an eleven dollar sketty sandwich. Now, I don't know what a sketty sandwich is, but let me start by this. Those of you in the audience who are not Eminem fans are not familiar with his work. He has a song called Lose Yourself. And in the it's about a rapper who's scared to go on stage and he has stage fright. And he's in the bathroom and he's hyping himself up and he's 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 already gotten a little sick because he's thrown up. He's got he's got vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. You hear how that rhymes? Uh. Vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. He's so good. So because he had because he had mom's spaghetti for dinner. Uh, uh, Get it, guys? I it's see. I see what he did there. Very clever. So the restaurant is called Mom's Spaghetti, and he's they're serving food. But the treat of it all mm-hmm. is the last this this just this past week on opening day of his restaurant, the grand opening. He was there serving food to the restaurant patrons, and I think that that is the funnest. I absolutely would have gone. To get something for mom's spaghetti. And if he was there and handed me my bag of to-go food, I probably would have died. And I'm not even like a huge Eminem fan. Like, uh, you know, there's probably 20,000 people on a list that I would freak out more. But that is such a cute thing to do. I'm just, I am just filled with good feelings about this. After a bunch of wamp wamp stuff, like. <laughs> well, here's what's smart about this. The whole menu is on the drive through window. Oh yeah, it's a, it is like an old school like burger joint looking place. Yeah, it is just the, the there's a picture of Eminem on his Instagram serving the the folks. Bill O'Reilly mm-hmm. calls them the folks, mm-hmm. uh, and it's 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 just his mom spaghetti spaghetti nine bucks spaghetti mm-hmm. with meatballs twelve bucks spaghetti with vegan meatballs fourteen bucks sketty sandwich eleven dollars pop three dollars water three dollars boom, boom there's your menu that's how you do a restaurant what do you want yep. <laughs> That's it. That's how you do a restaurant. Uh, listen, I have never had a Sketty sandwich, but uh, as a dad of daughters uh, who were fans of iCarly, I had spaghetti tacos. Ah, uh, I had recall. Tacos? I do remember the spaghetti taco thing. Yes, and I've never had them. No, I, you can you can see pictures of them. I believe on my Instagram account. You know, you'd have to scroll way way back. You know, <laughs> finger back boy. To- Back to iCarly days. Yes, back guys. to iCarly days. Uh, and people were grossed out by it. I was like, no, you guys don't understand. It's actually really good. They look they look amazing. I, I mean, would not have. Hard shell tacos them. make everything taste better. So just yeah. imagine the spaghetti noodles yeah. packed in the, the hard shell taco shell with the spaghetti sauce. And you know, you, I put ground beef in my spaghetti sauce. So it's ground beef uh, and mushrooms. Course. And then cheese on top. I used a shredded American, but um, you know you could use Parmesan or mozzarella. And it, it, is a spaghetti sandwich just like two pieces of white bread with spaghetti in between? It? <laughs> That's beautiful. I really do think it is. I just I'm looking it. I 
Oh, I Because it sounds, I mean, he's got like a trailer park upbringing and it sounds like something that like he would have eaten, you know, just take two pieces of bread and some leftover spaghetti and like crush it real quick. It actually sounds I've done really that. good. I've, I've totally done that. It sounds great. I've done great. it with toast. I've made two pieces of white bread toast and then put the spaghetti in between the two pieces of toast and made a, a toasted spaghetti sandwich. Sketty. I guess we should call it sketty. Sketty sandwich. I mean, it, people are just talking about it like it's a thing that everybody knows what it is. And so I'm just like, okay, I guess that's what it is. Yeah, and that's what this is. We have to go. It's the Snark Factor. She's Sarah. I'm Fingers. We'll be back next week on Wham Talk 1600 AM, 92.7 FM.